0: Trying to change the world
1: here, people. Oh, really? The Facebooking and the tweeting and the Instagramming, all that would not exist without our understanding of science. So
0: it's
2: amazing that you do that as an insult. You mean true for you, official from true for anybody else? Yeah, come to the absolutely, because I can't think either got to be true or well, no. I can't, no, no. You know what? I'm just going to do that again. I'm also thinking. This is going to be a shorter show, because we're just talking about this. So, fair. And, yeah, I'm peaking out my, my levels. That's why. It's like, oh, no, this is going to be a terrible recording if I don't fix this real quick. Okay. So, those of you that are just joining us, bear with us, please. Yes. Yes. That's a little better. Test, test, test. Okay, if I get loud, I'm I'm way peaked. Okay. That's better that's about right and i'm intending all we're going to do is we're just going to talk about the top 10 we're just going to you know run with it see what's going on and we're just going to play it by ear cuz otherwise we're going to kill ourselves over this cuz there's way too much so we just got to pick and choose low hanging fruit there's there's too much we must sum up oh my god yes so um hey mama van you're back oh my gosh Welcome, welcome back. Okay, now we're actually going to start the show. Okay. And five, four, three, two, one.
1: We're just trying to change the world here, people. Oh, really?
2: So, Lone Star, now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. That's right. Welcome to O'Reilly Radio number 144, recorded Friday, February 17th, 2017. I'm your host, Andy Cowan, and I have my usual suspect, David O'Connor. And tonight we are going to try to dismantle some of the current Trump events for your edutainment through mostly rational rantings and ravings um, that'll make you go, oh, God, no. (laughs) Something along those lines. So we have a uh, we've got our chat open. So if you're uh, if you happen to be watching live, please go out to our website or out to the Twitch and join us in our chat room, like Mama Van, and you too can can control the direction of the show. Um, I think we're probably going to have to be doing a bit of a drinking game here because what we're what we're looking at doing is not a normal show. This is kind of going to be one of those in-between-week updates, because we had a normal show last week, and it was great. But uh, this week, it's just been more of the cavalcade of chaos. So we just need to look at what's been going on just this week. Kind of, I tried to do a top ten list. Um, that was difficult, but I, I managed to get it down to nine that we can talk about for a while. Um, <laughs> so we're just going to take it chronologically. Which day, day of the uh, presidency here? And we'll just run through it. It may end up being a drinking game. Um, I've I've got uh maraschino cherry infused rum and and wine cocktail here. I mm.
0: uh, I'm rocking the maple crown.
2: Maple Crown Royal, Royal. is always nice.
0: Yeah. So Crown Royal is really really always and nice. And I'm uh I'm chasing it with Reese's cups because I mean
2: Why not? Diabetes. Well actually with the maple, I guess that would be Hmm. Curious, at least. Okay. <clears throat> so, uh, first, audience feedback. Previous shows. We don't have anything from previous shows. Nobody emailed me. That's okay. I'm not. Uh, I'm not disappointed or anything. You know, none of that. It's fine. I'm not going to guilt you. I'm not. Hmm. Your, I'm not your mother. Um, but we do make mistakes. So please. If you find one, let us know about that. Send us a note at O'ReillyRadioPodcast at gmail.com. We also have a voice line. You can phone it in at 470-222-6759. We'll also take text messages. We will play those on the air. So you can go ahead and just rant to your heart's content, hopefully. And, uh, you know, just don't make me uh, put out the explicit tag. Uh, or I'll save it for one that I'm, I'm planning on having an explicit tag with anyway. I'd also like to thank our Patreon supporters because there are some of you out there that are actually gracious enough to to contribute financially to the show, and that is um, that that stuns me every time that I think about it. That people are actually you know helping. Uh, so Donald Davis, Melissa G, Henry, Daniel Duncan, and Dan Smith, thank you very much for contributing ongoing to the show. Uh, you too can be among their ranks at patreon.com/slash. Oh, really? Radio. O r l y r a d i o. Okie dokie. So, oh gosh, where yeah. where to begin? Let's yeah. at the beginning. Begin at the beginning. So that would be in the on, beginning. There was a horrible man that there was. Um. So on on day day twenty three of oh. the forty fifth president of the United States. He's forty five, right? Is the forty-fifth? Yes. Yes. Um, if I've made a mistake, email us. So, and that would be on February eleventh, the twenty-third day. Uh, just a quick reminder on that day that, and this this came out in a New York Times piece, a reminder that twenty-five of our fifty states have top to bottom GOP leadership control at every level. And they are at a breakneck pace going through and and implementing all of their conservative ideas. So the damage is being done not just on Capitol Hill. I want to get that out there right now, that if you can get involved in your local government, you really should. You really, really should. Don't just pay attention to the yahoos out, out in Washington, D.C., they, most of them don't listen to you anyway because there's too many people that are yelling at them. But you can make inroads with those local people. So do that. Get involved. Find out who's... I You know what? I bet you don't even know who your local representatives are. You should find out. You should email them. You should talk to them. You should call, call them. Call them. Show up at their door. Ask for a tour. You know, whatever it happens to be. And, uh, and get to know them and, and get involved. That's the the number one thing that you can do. You know, start a group and do it as a big group. What more can I say there? Uh so that was that was a softball one. That, that was easy. Mom, Van uh when Andy asks <laughs> do you have any viewers? The stream stops. Does it stop? Um really? It's still going.
0: Still going for me. I'm, I'm
2: I'm not dropping any I'm only dropping a few frames not very much so okay uh, anyway that's uh that's neither here nor there uh if we if you do have issues with the live stream or if you cannot stand to watch uh some disjointed word voices here uh, you know, kung fu theater or anything like that. If you can't stand it, go ahead and, and wait and download it after the fact. I'll I'll remaster it and I'll put it up. That's one of the reasons why it takes a little longer to get the uh, show after post. Uh, but it sounds better and it looks better, uh, so you can wait for that. You could also be a patron and you could get the show early in all of its little segments, um, including some in between stuff that we did uh, did last show. It was fun. Okay, day twenty four, February twelfth, yeah. twenty seventeen. You want to take turns?
0: Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's take turns. <clears throat> so on day 24, senior policy advisor Stephen Miller goes bananas in his debut interview, doubling down on the lie that massive voter fraud took place and finally asserting, the end result of this, though, is that our opponents, the media, and the whole world will soon see, as we begin to take further actions, that the power of the president to protect our country are very substantial and will not be questioned. I'm gonna take a shot.
2: Yeah, that uh, drink. Oh, mm. so that is authoritarian speak. Yeah, remember when everyone was freaking out about Obama? Well, that was every day of his
0: presidency. But this is find. Find me one time
2: Obama ever said anything like this. I I can't because he never did, and he never yeah. had he never had any of his minions go out and and say that kind of thing either. And then he had a successful transition of power. He did. He maintained the illusion that we're in control of our government. However, this is this is falling off the rails. Now, I would also like to point out that um, uh, Stephen Miller, he has very little bedside manner in the video where cause this is all on video you can watch him make these mouth sounds and i say mouth sounds because there was no emotion involved in him saying that other than just assertiveness and it it was really creepy in that kind of um, uncanny valley way like i don't think he's human <laughs> maybe he is maybe he is but i haven't proved i haven't had any proof of that so you know, they've been. <clears throat> as somebody who loves conspiracy theories, you do, you do. You, you are known people, for this.
0: Uh no, this is show one forty four. And, uh, anyways, bah. As someone who loves conspiracy theories, people have been talking about the wizard men, uh, elections being rigged, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. It, it occurs to me. That the only significant others, the only girlfriends who have ever cheated on me, were the ones who accused me of cheating.
2: <laughs> A little pot calling the kettle black, there.
0: Yeah, I know. It's look at all look at all the lizard men over in the uh, the democratic ranks. Mm. To which now I have to say, how do you know about the lizard men?
2: Maybe he's a lizard man. Maybe we never heard anything about mask. them until you mentioned it, yeah. Hmm. Well, I don't know if that's the case at all. But uh, Stephen Miller is... Uh,
0: that whole statement is, is full of, of special things. All of them are bad. <laughs> uh, the The powers of the yeah. president to protect our country are very substantial and will not be questioned. The president does have a lot of power. He can declare war... For up to ninety days before he needs approval to continue that war, yeah. and due to yeah. some of the newer acts, that war can take place on American soil.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that's that's not what I want. That's that's Just, definitely not what I want. It, is, is what you why want? It's not why I, what I drink. Want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his his attitude towards it reminded me a little bit of like the purge. You know, just that emotionless I don't know, there there was something just really sociopathic about it. You know, I, I don't want to throw those kind of disparagements around, but yeah, not not good at all. Not good. Okay. Um Mama Van, I'm, I'm sorry. There, there. The live stream is there. Oh, there you go. You see us on Facebook. Okay, so maybe there's something wrong with the uh, Twitch stream. Sorry. Possibly. Sorry about that. That one should be working so, well. So anyway, for
0: just for some, mm-hmm. uh, just to lay it out there, Desert Storm, mm-hmm. where we took on Iraq's million man army the first time. Yeah, I remember that thing. That lasted from seventeen January 1991 to 28th February 1991. So, uh, under 60 days. Yeah. That's, uh, I want to say, 40 or so. 13, 20, 40, 51 days.
2: Yeah, I'll go with your math on that.
0: We crushed an entire military force in... Five, six weeks, yeah, a little over a month, yeah, ninety
2: days is plenty of time to do a lot of damage, it is, and be be home in time for dinner, as it were, so oh. yeah, a lot of things can be done there, and I hope they aren't uh we'll talk about we'll parlay that into more later we'll we'll drink more later, <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, keep an eye on stephen miller he's he's bad, and he's everywhere too. You know, you're you're going to find these clips everywhere. Just, just search. Um, it's bad stuff. And then we have day 25, uh, February 13th, 2017. This is when Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister of Israel, came for a visit. And during the press conference, uh, the remarks from President Trump backed away subtly without any real refinement from the two state strategy, which has been a cornerstone of the way the state department has dealt with Israel since Bill Clinton, I believe quite some time. Yeah, I think, I think Bill was the first one to, uh, to initiate that strategy. And, just as a as a very, very high-level overview, that basically means that Israel and Palestine get to exist next to each other, and should exist next to each other, hopefully in peaceful, you know, dealings. Right. Well, the, the one state maintaining, solution. Yeah, mainta- <laughs> well, maintaining the peace has been the problem, especially with Israel continuing to do land grabs in, uh, in Palestine.
0: Yes.
2: Um, so... The one-state solution is just Israel-Palestine goes away. Yep. And that's where it's been heading for a long time. Yes, considering that Israel continues to gobble up Palestine. So... uh, It's easier
0: that they smash Palestine and and really kick off the war with their neighbors. Right.
2: Now, to Trump's credit, he did say, Hey, Ben, maybe you ought to... Cut back on on the uh, the new housing developments, the new settlements. You, you ought to got to stop that. Not in those words, but in in Trump in Trump language. Um, <laughs> so so that happened. Yeah. Um, but Trump doesn't care,
0: really. No, he he doesn't. He um, there's an interesting article about this where they talk about the Japanese offered a jobs deal and Trump gave them all kinds of gifts and access and whatnot. And I don't know what, uh, what Ben gave us, but probably bought more weapons and
2: that's going to be exciting. Yeah. They, they already buy lots of our, our weapons. Of course, the thing is it's basically a hand to mouth kind of situation where we give Israel billions of dollars a year in aid money. With, with and the then, understanding they will buy our weapons. And then them. they oh. spend that money directly into our military industrial complex. Yeah. So it's really just a handout to our military industrial complex. Our taxpayers are funding the Israeli military. We are funding the killing of Palestinians. Directly. Every day. Every day. Congratulations, America. Uh, Now, as if that weren't bad enough, um, not a single State Department official was included in the White House meetings with Benjamin Netanyahu during that week. Uh, Trump's son-in-law, Jared Kushner, who has no regional expertise or diplomatic experience, had a greater role in the meeting than the Senate-confirmed Secretary of State Rex Tillerson who was not even there.
0: Well, he's got to negotiate lucrative oil deals with Russia.
2: Right, yeah. Apparently, um, Tillerson <laughs> and Kushner met with Netanyahu after all of this was said and done at a at a dinner. I guess it was at the Mar-a-Lago. And then we can move right down further, and then we've got... Uh, on day 26
0: day you want me to get this one go for it <clears throat> media eight reports a random guest at trump's mar-a-lago resort has had his picture taken with the reman- with the man responsible for carrying the football of America's nuclear launch codes
2: yeah and on other tables there w- there were camera phone pictures Of the incidents that were taking place at the next table, where Trump and Netanyahu and the – well, no, Netanyahu wasn't there. It was the uh, Japanese prime minister, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: there was a uh, – what had happened was the North Koreans had fired an Mm -hmm. ICBM test missile. Yeah. And they were hanging out at Mar-a-Lago – and uh, Trump and the Japanese head of state. I also a prime minister. This prime minister? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And so they, the guests got an entire show of the Japanese prime minister and President Trump engaging and... Being brought documents of potentially very sensitive nature.
2: With people (laughs) illuminating them with their cell phone cameras. Yeah. Cameras. Sensitive documents with unsecured phones again. Yeah. So, yeah. Because, you know, maybe they had just the flashlight function on or maybe they were recording video. You don't know. Because both act exactly the same. Yeah. So really top notch security. Top notch. Frightening. And it's, frightening. And you know, I don't even
0: think that we've seen it get weird yet.
2: No no no. We'll we'll do the <laughs> how bad could it be? We'll we'll do that as after we wrap these. Because okay. you know, yeah, we we've got plenty of fodder for that. So so we'll we'll do that here in a minute. Okay. All right. So then um in included in that uh was the No, okay, we did that one already. Sorry, I was on the wrong the line. Ball. Um so day 27 uh, on the 15th. Yes. Day after, you know, our um Hallmark greeting Valentine's Day. Uh Michael Flynn Resigned as the National Security Advisor. Now, that sounds fine and well and good, but there's a reason that he resigned. Apparently, he is... A threat to national security. Essentially, possibly, probably compromised by Russian intelligence, as there were encrypted emails going back and forth that he lied to Mike Pence about. And it was apparently the lie to Pence that was the, the problem. Because really, he could have been acting in his um uh, in his actual role by doing the the communications had he just been open about it. But now we have a Flingate? I mean, what are we gonna call this? Because it's essentially Dan Rather whom you probably know from news history throughout your your childhoods. Uh, He he directly related this to being Watergate level, possibly worse. I'm going to go ahead and say this is
0: worse. Because you don't have it listed, but Mm -hmm. President Trump has already come out and made a public statement that Michael Flynn did nothing wrong.
2: Yeah, that's a mistake. He shouldn't have said anything. That is a strategic error on his part. Because that's a denial. A straight denial. But this is... It's Trump. Oh, wait, wait, wait. To traitors.
0: Cheers. <laughs> Yes, our administration is made of traitors. Cheers.
2: Hurrah. Yep. Um, There's plenty more to talk about with that. Uh, Wow. So, in addition to this, so yes, Trump has come back and said that he didn't do anything wrong. He's, of course, had all of his talking heads saying that, that there was nothing wrong. And Senate leadership has decided that they are not going to investigate him instead of investigating Tillerson. Not Tillerson, I'm sorry, Flynn. Too many people that are very similar, and they're Mm -hmm. all shady. So I I kind of confuse them. But Flynn, um, that they're not going to investigate anything that has to do with him, but instead they're going to investigate the people that leaked the information that he had these emails in the first place. So let's mm-hmm. attack the whistleblowers, because that's where the problem is. And that is also a direct comparison, a direct corollary back to Watergate, because that is something that Nixon said, was that, you know, there wasn't anything wrong until somebody said something about this. That's like, But that doesn't mean that it's wrong, that it was good. That just means you weren't caught. That's where this it's is a... perfectly fine to steal cookies out of the cookie jar as long as nobody knows about it.
0: This is also directly after there was a call to Russia from the White House where the White House disabled their
2: recording equipment to make the call. Yes. And that should really frighten everyone. Given all of the other statements and information that we have about all of Trump's a... Well, not all. Not all. Okay. But a whole lot of Trump's aides and people in his, in his inner circle... And the outer circles around him. They have all had direct contact. Direct contact. With spies. Russian spies. Intelligence agents. How, How is this allowed to stand in any way? They compromised our election in the first place. It may not have swayed a whole lot of things, but the fact that they did it at all is treacherous. And then just to pile it on over and over and over, and it's all coming out. How? How is he even still president? Oh, wait, I've had conversations today. No, we still have to give him the benefit of the doubt. No. At what point do you look at this and say, there is no doubt anymore. This is unacceptable for the president of the United States. Cognitive dissonance I mean, agrees with you. I know, I know, but you know, if if it was if it was Joe in accounting, okay? If it was Joe in accounting, you might give him the benefit of the doubt because he's just in accounting. You know, okay, but even then there's a different standard that applies. Right. We're talking about the president of the United
0: States. All of our most secret of secret things are his playground.
2: Yeah. He knows about all the stuff at Area 51. I mean, come on.
0: No, I'm kidding. Yeah. He knows. He's. He, he has he, hand knowledge he, of the lizard people now.
2: Yeah, he does. He does. <sighs> he might have already. I don't know. So. Well. <sighs>
1: yeah. So if you is...
0: need a reason to drink, you probably don't need a reason
2: more to drink. No, no, prob- probably not. I mean, that's that's enough. That's that's enough to, to kill it. Uh, then the next day, <laughs> on <laughs> day 28, on the 16th... Go ahead, David. I mean, yeah. we, we'll just go back and forth on this. The press conference from hell... People are still going through it with a fine-tooth comb, trying Hell. to trying to figure out and fact-check the whole thing. Abysmal. Amazing. It's astonishing. It shouldn't have happened. I mean, he, he berated the press corps, again. He doubled down on CNN being fake news and said, very fake. So he added an adjective. Or an adverb. Um, and then he, he also uh, said um, uh, BBC was also uh, right along the same lines. Like, oh, yeah, you're a beauty, too, I think was the comment. You know, really offhand. Uh, he uh, went on and on and on and on about uh, how great he was in winning the, the presidency. And it was all about him, 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 and his winning and I'm a winner and uh, nobody else has won as big as me since Reagan. And then when he said that one of the press corps got up, I don't even know who it was, but this guy had that information readily available for who had more electoral votes than Donald Trump did. So, he immediately started with the most immediate predecessor, Barack Obama.
1: Uh-huh.
2: And then Trump said, oh, well, no, 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 I was talking about the Republicans. And then he went on to say, you know, also H.W. Bush. So he was caught in a bald-faced lie. It's, you know, it, it's just there are facts, and then there's the alt facts that apparently he, facts. he lives with um yeah and he said that he was told that when uh, it was out on comedy central uh, trevor noah uh really lambasted him over this one uh and said it's it's googleable in fact it's the first page it's right there you just put it in and it's right there he could have done it from his phone at any time and gotten the information and got it right. But he, he is he relying on other people or to give him false information and then continuously stroke his ego? Probably. <laughs> yes. He's relying on other people to tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah. And then he's going to expose that because he wants you to repeat it. So that's what he's going to say over and over and over. And he's already, um, I think he's already had certain people fired because they didn't agree with him. I can't remember which department it was, but somebody, somebody went bye-bye. The entire department, maybe? No, it was one individual that that was, um, being terse, apparently, or honest. Yeah, using real facts versus alt facts. Well, he's just, he hasn't gotten around to axing the whole department. No, no, but he's working on it. He's working on it with, uh, his appointment, uh. Well, no, that's later. Okay, so then, uh, day 28 still, um, he announced... uh, Did he announce during that press conference? I think he did. That he's going to run again for president in 2020. Yes. He made it official. So... Oh, wait, no, he uh, he filed a letter, I believe, with the uh, Elections Committee. So this means that a president that has only been in office, he was signed in, you know, sworn in 28 days ago, and he's already intending to run again in four years. Yep. Which means he is constantly on the campaign trail every time. And his first visit is going to be this weekend, Saturday, in beautiful, sunny Melbourne, Florida, which is yep. 30 minutes away from me. I'm going to make sure to not be there. I'll be somewhere else. Now, there's, uh, there's contentious rules, uh, and nobody knows what the hell to do about this. About somebody that is... You can say certain things about a president, and you can say certain things about a candidate. They are different. There is some overlap, but but it is different. So now, yes. there are certain things that you're not allowed to, to say to endanger a candidacy kind of thing. Mm. I don't have that information because also, it's this big gray area, and there's a bunch of legal scholars that are trying to figure it out. It's like, oh God, now what?
0: Yes. Well... We'll do what's the worst that can happen
2: after. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait. <clears throat> okay. And then we move on to day 29, and that would be today, February 17th. Go ahead.
0: The Associated Press reported today that Trump is considering mobilizing the National Guard to round up unauthorized immigrants.
2: <clears throat> 100,000 National Guard.
0: To, to round, up round up illegal immigrants. Yeah. the This reminds me of a statement. I forget who made it. I'll have to look it up. This is not my quote, unfortunately.
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, it goes something to the effect of, I can't imagine rounding up 11 million illegal immigrants without turning this country into a police
2: state? I don't think it can be done without it being a police state. So initially I had posted this on, on my own page and then I immediately got feedback that it was a lie. Well, go away. That needs to stop. Okay. Um, that it was a lie or, or whatever fake news because that's that's the mantra that's the call to arms now is fake news fake news fake news um so i, I went ahead and pulled it you know, i said like, okay i will i will i will bow to this we'll we'll go ahead and and remove that so i deleted it however then it was reported over and over again in different sources so, out on Bloomberg Politics, that reprinted the Associated Press article by Grantsberg. Uh Let's see. So, the White House distanced itself Friday from a Department of Homeland Security draft proposal to use the National Guard to round up unauthorized immigrants. But lawmakers said the document offers insight into the Trump administration's internal efforts to enact its promise to crack down on illegal immigration. Administration officials said the proposal, which called for mobilizing up to 100,000 troops in 11 states, was rejected and would not be part of the plan to carry out President Donald Trump's aggressive immigration policy. If implemented, the National Guard idea contained in an 11-page memo, which if you follow through on the show notes, available at com for this, uh, this particular one, you will uh, find the link for that 11-page memo uh, obtained by the Associated Press. Uh, It could have led to enforcement action against millions of immigrants living nowhere near the Mexican border. Uh, Four four states that border on Mexico were included in the proposal, California, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas, but it also encompassed seven states contiguous to those four, Oregon, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. Uh, Let's see, so...
0: There's a New York Times article I just found from two hours ago. Okay. And I'll just skip to this part. The administration wants to put on a show, said Kevin Appleby, the senior director of international migration policy at the Center for Migration Studies of New York. Their intent is to create fear, to create an environment in which people either self-deport or hide in the shadows. The proposal to deploy 100,000 troops would be a stark increase in the size and scope of National Guard involvement in border security, but it is not unprecedented. Several presidents, including George Bush and Barack Obama, called up thousands of National Guard troops to bolster border patrol operations. While they mostly acted as extra eyes to spot illegal border crossings, at times they carried weapons and assisted in drug arrests. Hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, Three Republican governors spoke out against the proposal, and numerous Democratic lawmakers uh, denounced it as overly aggressive. Um, Let's see, quoting Senator Catherine Cortez Masto, a Democrat out of Nevada, regardless of the White House's response, this document is an absolute accurate description of the disturbing mindset that pervades the Trump administration when it comes to our nation's immigrants. Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson said he would have Quote, "...concerns about the utilization of National Guard resources for immigration enforcement. Believing such a program, quote, would be too much of a strain on our National Guard personnel." Not caring, of course, about the actual results, but strain on them. Uh, Utah Governor Gary Herbert would have serious concerns about the constitutional implications and financial impact of activating the National Guard to round up unauthorized immigrants." Um, Nevada Governor Brian Sandoval questioned the legality of the plan described in the draft memo and said it would be an inappropriate use of guard resources uh, I I have to agree and continue to ex- expound on all the things that they've said it's yeah all of this is bad it, <clears throat> trial balloon for coup <clears throat> <laughs> but no what coup though what coup he's already so, uh, president yeah he's, is he he's going to take over his own government of, again
0: he's president of a government which can replace him
2: okay so well that that jibes nicely into you know the statements that he made about um you know the 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 court the the activist judges and and you know being on their head and the entire legislative, uh, no, no, judicial department, if a serious incident took place while their uh, obstruction was was in place. I'm, of course, paraphrasing. He's so, so much better with the words. He's got the best words.
0: So He does have the best words. Yeah,
2: he's got the best words. So, basically setting up the judicial branch, which is really the only the only source that can possibly take down anything that he does in Mm -hmm. our three branch system. If he gets them to be cowed into not doing anything or completely discredited so that nothing that they do can actually be upheld to destroy the rule of law, then he becomes, uh, you know, judge Trump. Trump.
0: He is the law. We we will hit what's the worst that could happen
1: yeah.
2: in a so. few moments. Because <laughs> I, I have things, man. I, I bet you do. I bet you do. Okay, so, and then last but certainly not least, today the Senate confirms Scott Pruitt as the head of the EPA. Scott Pruitt uh, does not believe in climate change. He does not believe in certainly any man-made climate change um he loves oil and fossil fuels and and all of that and this is essentially to deregulate all of our environmental protections and to make it really easy for business to do whatever it is in their best bottom line interest and not the interest of keeping us all alive and healthy
0: And I want to point out that this comes exactly one day after a bill was floated on the House of Representatives floor Mm -hmm. to abolish the EPA by 2018. Yeah. Or I think by the end of 2018. It would literally be disbanded and and no longer be a part of our government.
2: It's, It's absolutely amazing. I mean, they... Oh, they also want to do away with uh, the Endangered Species Act. Yeah, they're they're gutting that right now. Yeah, it's like you know that's why we still have a bald eagle. You
0: know, because it was illegal to hunt them, and
2: who hunts most in this country? <sighs> yeah, conservatives, gun nuts, gun-toting conservatives, typically.
0: You well, know, they're putting eagle meat on the tables for their family, right?
2: Oh, it's so delicious.
0: they're so meaty birds,
2: yeah, 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 especially the ones that uh, that mate for Comparable
0: life Comparable only to maybe ostriches or emus
2: well, no, ostrich and emu, i mean those are those are big
0: you can you can get yeah, them. just like eagles eagles are the largest bird on the planet. I know the best that's... facts.
2: I don't think These that's my alternative. Yeah, facts. I think that's an alt fact right there. I don't think that's real. No, okay.
0: So that's the biggest, um. the artist's best bird on the planet.
2: Yeah, that's your top nine for the last seven days.
0: Yeah.
2: Yep. Yeah. So that's that's what's happened this week. Uh, this was, of course, just a highlight reel. A lot of other things happened. This is just it's it's mm, making yeah. my face twitch. It's bad. It's really bad. So, I don't have a drop for you yet. Yes. Um, but maybe we'll just do bad idea. There we go. Okay. So, all right, David. <laughs> all right. So, what's how what's uh, the worst it could be?
0: What's the worst How experience? bad could it be? Okay. So, we had uh the the previous trial balloon was the immigration. Executive order. Okay, yeah. And that was a shakedown of the judicial branch, essentially. Who's uh, both judicial and the executive branch. He's got mostly executive, some judicial with that one. He found out what states, what judges, what attorney generals would oppose him in these actions. mm mm-hmm. you know. The, the, the whole point of trial balloons is finding out which way the winds blow, right? So he's got to know. He needs to make the lists of who his friends are and who his enemies are. Everybody's getting painted red or blue. Yeah. The National Guard thing. That is a shakedown of the National Guard. Those are going to be the important troops to have because they're the ones that are already here. He can't he can't take he can't really trial balloon the United States military, but he can get them so wound up in an international conflict that they can't do anything about whatever happens here. The National Guard (laughs) Hmm. on the other hand, he can deploy them here. He can find out Who the loyal units are, find out who the loyal generals in the National Guard are, the the states he can rely on. The United States military often pulls from the National Guard for foreign conflicts when they need additional resources in a hurry. The states Mm -hmm. that don't support him, the units that don't support him, the ones that aren't loyal to his every whim – Those are going to get caught up in the the international conflict. The ones that do support him will stay behind to round up illegals, which could eventually be
2: anybody. So you you think that he would send the disloyal National Guardists overseas? He would send them out of country? Yep. Why fight a fair fight? Well, that's that's how you win. Is if you don't,
0: yeah, you kick your enemy in the nuts. Yeah, the <laughs> opener. Yeah, you gotta throat, fight. Gotta fight dirty. Second, eyes third. Yeah, <clears throat> that deserves a drink. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing how little I drink with the things that I think about.
2: It is that's very true that's very true um i actually um i have not yet restocked my my liquor cabinet from last year at this time so i'm doing pretty
0: well yeah i haven't restocked since doing pretty well we went on a cruise
2: 2 years ago yeah so. yeah that's good that's good yeah so though it may appear that we drink an awful lot or that we should drink an awful lot we actually don't we're we're it's still burning through old stock that's true yeah we're we're still um fairly sober but we're not definitely not teetotalers or anything like that. Ah, so, yeah. I like my tea though.
0: Yeah, so no, I I'm, I'm basically sitting here thinking about this is how the world ends. This is how our livelihood ends. This is how the nation as we know it ceases to be a free country.
2: And uh, you know, I was driving driving home <laughs> because my job essentially entails me driving all over creation to do the things that I do. So I'm driving back, and where I live, um, it's nestled between two rivers, so there's big bridges on either side. So I'm coming over the, over one of the bridges, and I see my city, and I see all the all the pleasant things, all the nice, happy people going about their business... Not caring a lick about what's going on in Washington. Or about the Russian submarine thirty miles off the coast of Maryland. Yeah, they've been there for a long time. They've been there for quite some time. Seventy um, years. The crew is very old and dedicated. Oh, it's the same crew? <laughs> <laughs> That's that is impressive. Right? <laughs> they're they're still they just, there from the Cold War. They're just sitting there.
0: <laughs> a skeleton crew brings them a new ship every few years. <laughs>
2: Replaces those that have just died of age, yeah. You
1: know,
2: um, and and I look at I look at all these the sleeping masses, I guess. And they have no idea. And I imagined that this is very much the same way that Germany probably was. Yes. Completely unaware that. These big things were in motion. Of course, they also didn't have the Internet. So they, it was not the information age. It was still reported. Well, yeah, but not not at this breakneck speed. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the, the speed... The column inches alone in all of the things that we've just talked about, and this is only a, a, a light spattering. There would be novels... Like, full-on novels about the things that are going on. It's just frightening. David's going through and saying, okay, is this danger? Is this noise? Uh, it's danger. Because <laughs> uh, for this, I actually had to build a spreadsheet. You uh-huh. know, just to try and figure out, okay, where, where is all this? But I'm I'm just imagining that this is just one of those times in history where most people are actually going to be relatively unaffected until the bombs start falling. And then they're going to be really interested. When suddenly there's a giant war effort involved. There will be a lot of noise. Yeah. Well, we we are also, geographically speaking, we are a, a unique country. Because we have two huge oceans on either side on either side of us a very cold neighbor who's also very friendly and kind <laughs> and very polite and very polite and then our neighbor to the south who would have no chance in hell of they actually pose. a stand up fight with us they pose no threat zero threat except for the terrible illegals and right now they're just the other they're the people that you can rally against they look just different enough just different enough as a focal point of hatred
1: right.
2: and fear what's well, fud fear uncertainty doubt Hmm. so there's a lot of fud going on yeah and
0: they just keep pushing a lot of fudder into the news they do ah. they do
2: I can't deny this.
0: And the way they're going to get away with it is there's a lot of noise, which is hiding all the danger. Mm -hmm. And nothing is going to make more noise than war.
2: But it makes that noise in a particular direction. War is a valuable tool. Mm -hmm. Because one... So far, no sitting president has ever been successfully challenged at the polls if there was an active war going on during that election year. Yep. So, if Donnie Boy is able to manufacture a war... Oh, easy. That's not a hard thing, obviously. It's
0: called the one-state solution. (laughs) And within... Yeah, America
2: first. That will explode. America first, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: We will be forced to defend our ally.
2: Yeah. Now, in in Germany, they were expansionist, and they wanted more territory. So they were invading neighboring countries. Mm Mm-hmm. This is something that Russia could do as well, and has done in the past, obviously. So, you know, when it, when Russia became the Soviet Union, it had annexed, I don't even know how many countries. Some of those countries don't exist anymore and have taken on different forms. Uh, but that's the old country. So, so they could do that because of of their geographies. We would take over Canada? We would take over Mexico? No. No, we wouldn't. We don't we, need them.
0: We will uh we will support our ally Israel in the desert and we will sack all of their neighbors in a bloody bloody conflict and vastly expand the territory of Israel.
2: So holy war is oh, what you Oh yeah. Okay, so that that leads me to the other thing that i wanted to discuss would you know in the how bad could it be trump is making war with islam oh yeah straight up islam because that's who he's against that's the muslim ban of course the muslim ban also has other pol- politic things since he didn't get all of the predominantly muslim countries like he didn't get anything in the philippines You know, he didn't didn't get any of those. And he certainly didn't get the ones that actually have terrorists that have attacked us because they have business interests for him. So again, he's balancing everything by also lining his own pocketbooks as he goes through all this. So he's, one way or the other, he wins. Yeah. Because he's all about winning. So he's going to win regardless. But in making this... This foray into holy war. Nobody really thinks that he's that devout a, a Christian anyway. He's his, just a capitalist. He's a runaway his chief, capitalist.
0: His chief security advisor
2: is an anti-Semite. Yes, but that doesn't mean that the anti-Semite isn't a Christian. Oh, no,
0: but <laughs> that means he's going to be against helping Israel in the long run. And here's in the how I long think run.
2: Well here's that's just playing gonna play out. That's just playing two against against one.
0: Oh yeah? here's here's how I think World War Three is going to go.
2: Oh okay. You heard it here first, folks. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> how is World War Three gonna go? So it starts with the one state solution. The one state the, solution, okay.
0: Right? And there's a lot of tension in the world. As of November of last year, number of countries in Europe were arming themselves against potential invasion from
2: Russia. True. NATO as a whole was definitely uh, making those inroads. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. They're, they're They are tense. Yeah. The fire is going to start when somebody attacks Israel over their one state solution. America's going to swoop in all of our military might will descend upon Israel and we won't stop at the border of Israel we will continue on because we have to make that region safe we have to ma- we will be convinced that we've got to do we can't just stop short of anything but making sure that that region cannot have war in it for a long long time We are going to fight all the nations of Islam because that is the root cause of the problem. Right. Because of Palestine. We will be deeply entrenched in that war when Russia invades Europe. And we will be embroiled in war in Israel as Europe suffers or pushes back very hard against Russia. And we're going to find out who's stronger. Well, after we've pushed mm. a ways into the the Muslim states, Mm -hmm. there will be a determination made at high levels if we're going to back Europe or if we're going to back Russia. And it's going to depend on who's winning that fight at the time. And we are going to pull completely out of Israel and leave their troops on the front line of a vast area. They simply don't have a large enough military or even enough people to control or keep. And they are going to be forced into a situation where they have to recede and recede and recede against an enormous number of people, more than they can fight on their own. We're going to hang them out to dry. That is what I believe the anti-Semite Chief Strategist, who believes that all Jews are guilty of deicide, <laughs> is going to do to the Israeli
2: people. That's, uh, that's piled high, man. We will let them die. Let me investigate something here. Let me run something past you. Because it has long been our fine nation's uh, strategy, militarily. To be able to fight a war in every single country on the planet at the same time. Such a thing cannot be done. We, they have already, they have those plans already in place. Those are documented. That is a strategy. It is a, one of those insanely worst case kind of ideas. Yeah. Also, not necessary. Not even in this kind of situation. But we have enough military might that we can support both Europe and Israel at the same time. But we won't. That's the thing. But we do have enough support. We can do it. But we won't. But we won't. Right. Because that will be a political decision. Will not be a military decision. Yep. Because our military is controlled by our civilians. And our civilians at the top are insane. Oh, no. I know. They're perfectly sane. But the things that they're doing are unacceptably unethical they
0: are they are sociopaths yeah they you know yeah the whole lot of they are sociopaths they do not see that the world burning to achieve their ends is in any way more
2: or less negative than the world not burning no it's no 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 the world has to burn To bring about the second coming of Jesus Christ. Right. It's apocalypse time. This is their moment to bring about the end of the world. Yeah. Now, now, though, just saying it sounds really absurd, doesn't it? It does. It sounds really absurd.
0: Trump does not want to bring about the end of the world. I don't believe no, that he's in he any doesn't. way religious. How would it, to the point where he would want. How
2: would he profit off that?
1: He can't. Yeah,
0: no. No, he wants to profit forever. No, yeah. Bannon Bannon wants to see the world burn. Especially the yeah. the Jews. Yeah. He and wants them to burn especially hard. Um,
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. The the day may come where israel asks the united states they say our backs are literally against the wall we are literally surrounded on all sides in jerusalem we need you to help us we need it now and we send over a single cluster nuclear munition (laughs) and and wipe the slate clean
2: Oh, no, we wouldn't have to send anything. It would just be a code put into something. Because that will already be there. No, you got to launch it. No, you don't. You deliver it. No, you deliver it. It's already been there with all the other munitions that we've already de- deposited for them. Just in a warehouse yeah. somewhere. A nice big one. Hmm. Click. Boom. Well, I don't know. There was just another giant crater in, in Israel that's gone now. That, that is it. All the, all the heads of state, they're all gone. And There the was no Jewish designated people. survivor. Weird.
0: There's only Muslims in that area. And so then we'll have to pull out of the conflict between
1: mm-hmm.
0: Europe and Russia, because then we have to do the final cleanse. After they've already beaten each other to a bloody
2: pulp. Yeah, this is we how will. this is how we would produce the war, ladies and gentlemen, you know, if, yeah. <laughs> oh, and it's ugly. It's ugly. I mean, it, OK, the number of things that have gone just weird and wonky this mm-hmm. in the last. Oh, at least six months, you know, just none of this. It's like this is an alternate reality. It's not all facts. It's just alternate reality entirely. If you were to have written this as a screenplay, <laughs> it would not have sold because it was too outlandish. We are living in something that would not be acceptable to Hollywood, and Hollywood has produced Sharknado. Yeah. So, the it That's is very difficult to determine... Hmm
0: that's why it's working
2: because it's completely unpredictable because none of this would be acceptable in any other time period at any time ever. It's, it's so huge. It's unbelievable.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, the, the Russians and the Germans, Hitler Mm -hmm. and Stalin. Yeah. Stalin is quoted as saying Hitler would never turn on
2: us. Hitler turned on him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It was the only the only thing that uh, that really saved him was the Russian winters. That and their complete and utter disregard for human lives.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which side, Russia? Like, oh, I know, but we, which side? Ru- Russia beat out the Germans in that so hard.
2: Hmm. Yeah, but they were because, both pretty bad.
0: Because the Germans looked out for their own people. The Russians had zero Fs to give. None. Well, you were not a person. You were person one million seven hundred and seventy-six that we sent into the war effort unarmed. Pick up a weapon when you find one. Use it against every German you see. You didn't make it. Here comes 1777. Here comes 1778. It was 1779. Yeah. He had a total, complete, utter disregard for the safety and well-being of his people. <clears> hmm. <throat>
2: Yeah, so how bad could it be?
0: Oh it's uh we're gonna find out. It seems uh, that we're gonna so, find out because
2: there's nothing that's nothing that's gonna stop them. They're in a consequence free environment.
0: Yeah, the the weather balloon for coup will continue. Um there's there's still a lot of work to be done. Uh Trump still employs a large number of private military contractors also known as mercenaries. We will have our own Knight of the Long Knives. Nobody knows about that. You need to look that up because that is the day that the Chancellor of Germany, Adolf Hitler, used the SS, which was his private military contractor force that he led before yeah. he got made it big in politics, and they went around and killed all of his opposition. And there was nobody left to stop him.
2: Mama Van in the chat room says, but it was the indifference of the people that made it all possible to begin with. Uh But with all that I can – but with all that, I can't help but believe Pence has something up his sleeve that is not in Trump's favor. Well, Pence is another – he's in that same line as bringing about the apocalypse. He's a religious nutjob. To a degree, yes. Uh, I mean, he's also a politician and wants power. But he's not in the inner circle, that's true. He has lost. He has lost ground on that.
0: Yeah. No. He's he, is he has lost ground. Circle. he did not. He was not aware of the the Flynn thing. No. And no. The, then when he became aware of the Flynn thing, he was part of the the taking down oh, of Flynn
1: because he Trump
0: still,
2: knew. VP didn't know. Yeah. VP was being left out of the loop. Yeah. The VP
0: is an unfortunate character of circumstance that was used Mm. to gain the appeal of the ultra-right wing. Oh, holy crap. Okay, so... He's noise. He ain't danger. The only thing that's going to happen with that poor sucker is he's going to be making a lot of press conferences someday by himself, and we will not see the the, uh, first... Not the first family. The vice, what's the vice president's family called? I call uh, them the vice president's family. Eh. We won't <laughs> see his family. This is the bottom line because they're gonna be in a black site. Um. Oh
2: wow, that bad? You think?
0: Oh yeah, easily. I mean, and now okay. So uh, that will be the first thing they do after they're done with weather balloons.
2: Well, I, I could see that as as being all too plausible in the novel that I'm writing in my head. Because, again, remember, all of this, for any any uh, officials that are listening, all of this, is we're just merely writing a story. We're just writing a story. We're just going to publish it. It'll, it'll be something nice. We're not actually doing any political speculation at all. This is no. just novel writing. Yeah. Just storytelling here. So in the story... <laughs> in the story. In the story, what could happen? Uh, because as things have been set up... The narrative has been that Trump is just a talking head and completely inept. That may still be the case, but the people that he has now surrounded himself with are a different breed. So Mm -hmm. when he, when, but before that, when he chose Pence, that was strategic to get the religious right in his corner, of course. At the same time, Trump was such a loose cannon that all of Pence's supporters. Figured it was a fantastic idea because Trump's going to get himself impeached and then we're going to have Pence. So, as dovetailing off of your narrative, Mm -hmm. when his family goes missing, then he is brought in as a pawn. A complete pawn. Mm Mm-hmm. Where there is will, where there is no sur- hope of him usurping the throne. Yeah, he
0: will, well, because that's the right thing. The rules that the, the president and the vice president should not be in the same place pretty much ever. He will be mm-hmm. relentlessly campaigning. Pence will? Yes.
2: Campaigning for Trump?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. So so that is that's a that is a dance on TV and judge him by his ratings.
2: Oh, so that's a multi-edged sword right there. Oh, man. So the, the the different prongs of that attack is one, he gets to fully in, you know, quote his intent and continue to go around and rabble rouse. And and at the same time on the other prong, it gets Pence out from under heel, but doing something very publicly that is constantly observed on national television as continuing to promote the brand. Yep. Oh my God, this is insidious. (sighs) Drink.
0: (laughs) Yeah, now I have another. This is terrible. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> because there's so many pawns, and you know what happens to the pawns? Well, they, they... you sacrifice them on the board so you yeah. can get a bigger piece.
2: Yeah. Oh. Okay, so I'm 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 tapped, man. I don't know. I don't know where else to go with this, but you know when we start thinking about how bad it could be,, mm-hmm. it can get worse. Mhm- it's bad now, it can get a lot worse. You Just ask David
1: crazy?
2: <laughs> Here's how I know that
0: I'm crazy. I can think of all this stuff, and I don't need depression meds.
2: You are a rare breed. Uh-huh. You are a rare breed.
0: Yeah. I think that I've actually... I I do believe that it's actually a a mental condition on the other side of depression that I have.
2: <laughs> <laughs> on
0: the <laughs> other side? <laughs> yeah. No, no.
2: Like through I the should, looking glass yeah. other side or what?
0: <laughs> no, like I, I should not really look at the state of the world and still feel things like joy and
2: happiness and hope.
1: <laughs> Do you? Yeah.
2: Where, where? Where are you finding it? Because if <laughs> we're going to end the show, that's where we, we need that.
0: That's the insane part.
2: Oh, okay. Well, lay it on me, though. I, I need...
0: No, there is no logical path to that oh. leads to hope. It's simply... Um, Oh. It's just there. Oh. That that is that is the omnipresent voice in my head. It's, it's gonna get better, everything's gonna be fine.
2: Well, you know, as I as I drove over the bridge, looked out of the city. People just really want to go about their lives. They don't care about this crap. They don't want to care about it. That's why we had such low voter turnout. They don't want to care about this this is insanity voting is not compulsory no
0: uh understanding the function form moving components of our government is not compulsory to graduating no it is not
2: Uh, you don't even have to learn how to balance your checkbook nah some some schools do that. well they they certainly won't under they certainly won't under this administration
0: I've met them. It happens in bluer states than where we grew up.
2: That's true. (laughs) That is true. Uh,
0: So here, here I'll give I'll give you a silver lining. I can use one. Okay. At the end of all this, not all of humanity will be dead, Uh, and you can always rebuild as long as there's something left to build on. We are in a country that is rich in resources. There are plenty of states that have lots of people that are, are friendly, are liberal, are progressive, and uh, eventually so, this tube would pass. Uh, is there's a possibility that the United States military... Seeing what's happening at home can disobey orders and come back and clean house at Washington. There's there's a lot of things that could happen that could derail this entire process and make it so that we can continue on as a free country.
2: And it's been so crazy that that just may happen. Something that we completely don't foresee could come in and change the entire scene within next week.
0: You only need a few generals who are out fighting a, a war, a World War Three, who who see the things that are going on at home and saying, uh-uh. I'm taking my unit, and I'm going to go, and we're going to fix this. And we're going to have to have an Articles of Confederation when we're done, mm-hmm. but, but this is getting fixed right now here quick and in a hurry. Yeah.
2: Mutiny, Mister Christian. Mutiny. Mutiny. There is a, there is an innate human nature that wants to not kill people, to to harm yeah. others. And, it's built
0: right into the code of our species.
2: Yeah, that's how we continue to be a species is by fundamentally not wanting to kill the other one. Um. So. At some point, yeah, that that will probably take over. There's always somebody that wants to not fall in line with tyranny. Yep. Hopefully, those happen to be some people that are willing to make some really tough calls. And the tough call is going against your orders. The tough call is doing the right thing when all of your training and all of your discipline and all of your honor tell you to do the opposite.
0: All of our military men and women in, mm-hmm. in uniform have sworn an oath mm-hmm. to uphold and protect the Constitution of the United States. Right. If that comes under threat from within, <laughs> they, are, they are duty and oath-bound to fight it with every fiber of their being. Right. Except of course that 50% of them will follow any order, even if it violates the constitution of the United States.
2: Yeah. But also that, As you know, found it's out
0: in hurricane Katrina.
2: Yeah, there's that, but there's the, um, Trump is the, the head of the armed forces. Yes. Comes down from
0: him, the commander in chief. They would be in a catch twenty two situation mm-hmm. where it would they, be mutiny. It would be mutiny, treason. Or it would be support mm-hmm. the first American dictator, and uh, that one's going to end in a lot of blood. The forces of yeah. good would have to move faster than the forces of evil in getting back to this country. And routing the enemy, establishing a foothold, and then protecting the beachheads where those who would come here to reinstate the dictatorial government mm-hmm. could continue
2: the fight. And, and truly, that is where we are vulnerable, where we are always, always vulnerable, is from that kind of dissent from within. We have safeguards in place to prevent things like that from happening from external sources. That are ingrained at almost every level.
0: They failed miserably in this election.
2: Well, no, well,
0: <clears throat> the thing
2: is, they got them before they got inside. And now that they're inside, they've won, essentially. They've won that part of the, part of the war. Yep. They won the battle. The yeah. war is young. Yeah. They have made, and it, it's, it's a very ambiguous they at this point.
0: Oh, um, no, it's Russia. There's no ambiguity to that.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, the forces of the opposition,
2: whomever they happen
0: to be. Yeah. Um, not, not, not to sound like a, a bad Cold War
2: poster. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: hmm. Russia would need us to take on the
2: Chinese front. Yeah, China, the China is the... Um, the other side of that point over there. My
0: original theory was that we would get embroiled in a war with China, and as two superpowers, one with, mm-hmm. to put it lightly, much greater military might versus one with much greater military personnel assets, we'll call them.
2: Ah, okay. Numbers. Because China,
0: <laughs> China would do the Russia thing.
1: There's,
0: yeah, there's three million. There's more where that came from. You want some more? Uh-uh.
2: you still got bullets. Okay, we do. <laughs> we do, in fact, still have bullets. Yeah. Nope, nope. We still have more bullets.
0: <laughs> yeah, we still. Uh, yeah. We have. I don't think you you know how many bullets we have.
2: Actually. Yeah. No.
0: But you're working on finding out. Yeah. By the way, we have a pretty solid
2: manufacturing group for bullets. Yeah, just for bullets. Yeah, we've got that. We got that under. We're
0: we're going to be good here.
2: <sighs> and again, our our geography means that a land war here is going to be really a hard thing for somebody to do. It's going to be missiles. They have to get here. Yeah. It's going once
0: to... here. There's going to be a
2: weapon behind
0: every blade of grass.
2: Yeah. But okay. So to fight America, <laughs> I mean, let, let's let's put ourselves in the other the other party shoes. To fight America, what do you have to do?
0: You have to find a way to weaken it from within, probably with viral warfare.
2: Viral warfare. You're, you're thinking actual biological weapons? Weaponized Ebola specifically. Oh, son of a bitch.
0: You need, some, you need airborne Ebola to hit this country, and you would need to be in control of a cure or a vaccine that prevents your side from getting it.
2: Hell, it could just be a bad flu. Yeah. With our healthcare system the way it is. Oh, well, huh. The way it's going to be in the next Yeah, a nice nice, uh, flu epidemic would uh, take us out fairly neatly.
0: Yeah, and with no no centralized government agency in existence any longer, charged with tracking down, quarantining, and researching. Well, wait, wait.
2: Are they getting rid of the CDC? uh, I don't think they're getting rid of the CDC.
0: Oh, no, they're not going to get rid of the CDC, but what are they... If the CDC only has so much autonomy and only has so much manpower, yeah, yeah. So if you di- if you if That's you destroy all their ability to operate in the field, yeah, done. <laughs> well, it would be difficult by by the time yeah. that you know with with the press corps embroiled in covering news stories about war abroad. Mm-hmm. World War Three is going to be a big deal
1: <laughs> for the yeah. news.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, all, you, all you have to do is hide the knowledge from the CDC and from our health officials that there is a an epidemic of some disease that people don't understand and not allow them access to get to it, start investigating it, mm-hmm. until it has spread... Past the point of no return. It is important in a pandemic situation to find patient zero very quickly, find everyone he's come in contact with very quickly, yeah, and get all of those people quarantined to save the whole body. Because if you look at the United States as a body, one yeah, large be- person,
2: it becomes an exponential
0: growth for it, these these kind of cancer. infections, yeah pandemic is akin to a cancer if you catch it early you can cut it out if you don't catch it early
2: it kills everything mama van asks, who can shut down the other nation's internet the quickest well that would be the uh that'd be, that'd be the nsa yeah um it wouldn't though there is no panacea for that there is no internet off switch because the internet itself is designed to route around failures. Yeah. Um, it's highly decentralized. It's just going to look for a path to, for delivery. The entire infrastructure of the internet is designed for simplicity. Like, hi, says one device. I need to send a packet to this device. Do you know where it is? No. Hi. And then it goes to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. And eventually, it finds its way home to where it needs to go. And it it's could take, take it could take many, many hops. That's not a problem. Typically,
0: uh, uh, it's, it's limited to 256 hops, I think. 250 hops, something like that.
2: Yeah, it's usually when things time out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it gets 250 abysmal, hops will get you around the world a couple times right now.
2: Yeah, doesn't take long. Now, if you want to shut down... The other internets, you would... EMP. No, not EMP. That would not work. What you would have to do is you'd have to sever the underground cables and then blow up the satellites.
0: But you can't have an internet if there's no devices to connect to it.
2: But a lot of the... Almost all the devices that are really connected (laughs) to those are EMP shielded. They're hardened. The, The military ones. Yeah, but the military relies on the underground cables as well, the the undersea cables.
0: Yes. The undersea cables
2: do come out of the sea. They do. Into hardened bunkers. Often in the basements of large office buildings.
0: So then it would still be us, because we have the bunker buster bombs.
2: True. Yeah, and those are well-known locations. So, yeah, it would... um, If, for some reason... A global internet blackout beyond the United States was desired. Well placed bunker busters launched from ballistic missile submarines. Or B twos. Or B twos. Or both. Multi prong yeah. approach. Yeah, it could be done in probably Under twenty four hours. Oh, I was thinking lunchtime. I'm that as such an organized event, that could easily be done uh, within a couple hours. Uh, the B2s... Long launch at uh, Mar-a-Largo. Done.
0: The the B2s <laughs> take a while because they're big slow planes.
2: Yes, but they can also launch not just free-fall devices, but they can launch self-propelled, yeah. self-guided devices from a much farther range. They don't actually have to be in radar coverage of the location they're going to hit. Right. This this would be yeah, this would be some it would be something that would probably be launched a day in advance just to get all Yeah, they would say I want the you know, internet's all the internet. I want those tubes closed. <laughs> <laughs> and I want it closed tomorrow at this time. Yes. And that could be done. It would be such an act would be an act of war against everyone against everyone
0: yeah the i i feel like phase 1 would be at x o'clock uh the NSA and the military cyber security divisions would initiate an attack because we probably have viruses sitting out there that no one's discovered yet
2: we have well our our government buys the zero days, yeah. They you know, they program them in. We're the ones that have those,
0: um, yeah. and yeah. Uh, we would just turn off everything at a such and such a time. And by the time anybody figured out that it was a coordinated attack, that's when the bombs would be hitting.
2: There's already uh, methods in place for any of for any of you that have ever lived through a hurricane or uh, other natural disaster when, you know, systems were out for for a length of time. You already are aware, maybe incidentally, that when it comes to emergency control, cell towers suddenly stop working for you. They're there. You have you're attached to them. But you got nothing. All that bandwidth is cut and shunted somewhere else. Yeah. That's a, just a standard to emergency management devices. government implementation. So, yeah, the, though, yes, the Internet is a series of tubes <laughs> that can self-heal to a degree, there are vulnerable locations... Namely, those underground cables and any satellite relay stations. And those can be strategically hit, because they're all known, they're all in a database. I mean, they're, they're public structures, they're, they exist in reality. And then there's all the cell phone towers. All of those already have the, the, pr- the proper routing codes in them to shunt everything into a non-civilian band. And it's done. It doesn't take much. Now, that
0: will be our first indication that the, uh, the end of our current government has arrived.
2: Now, what, now what may very well may happen is that we would, in order to prevent the world war, where we'd be attacking other people's cables, uh, cable outputs, <clears throat> we may just kill our own. Anywhere where a cable leaves the United States would be the subject of a terror attack. Cutting off the internet feed from the United States outbound. And anything inbound. So we would only have local access to local servers, local resources, local within the continental United States. Maybe Hawaii. So it would, there would be a semblance of normality for everyone because everyone would still have Netflix.
0: That just made the gears turn in an interesting direction.
2: <laughs> yeah, see, I can help with the how bad could it be? I can help how with that. Bad, how bad could it be? Yeah,
0: I mean, our it, own government cuts us off the internet. Yeah, and all communications get yeah. severed for all of the news agencies. And when they regain contact mm-hmm. with their corporate offices, because really it's only a few mega corporations that control all the news mm-hmm. the corporate offices will all have been compromised. Mhm, and the local news will now be the Trump news
2: in the emergency hey. broadcast system. yeah, we already have methods in place. For such emergencies, mm-hmm. they can be subverted into another emergency. It Everything's is a two-edged sword. It is certainly possible to do so. So, how bad could it be? Well, it could be really, really bad. If they, it, we're just a couple guys. We're IT guys so uh-huh. we have we have information at our disposal of how these systems work they have it guys that are paid a lot more than us you know people in darpa people in the nsa they they know these things way better than we do they're the ones that have the databases that i'm talking about yep you know if i know that i would want to want to have such a database that here's what I would do in such a case, then you gotta believe you gotta believe somebody else has already figured that one out. This is already in somebody's rough draft for their, their lifelong novel.
0: Hell, they may have already had a plan in place approved and engineers worked on it and developed it and created it. And yeah, there's
2: already a code name in some file vault somewhere of, you know, bring out uh, you know, order 66 as it were, and, and, you know, kill all the younglings. Um,
0: this is the true Project Aurora. It's not some pyramid-shaped flying yeah. object.
2: It has nothing to do with some weather station in, in Alaska or anything like that. No, none yeah, of that. No. Harp is just noise.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Why do they need so many programmers for a radio station?
2: <laughs> well, they weren't all working there. You see, that's the thing. Um, that's the real story. There's always another story. But you can also, knowing government operations, you can always use another programmer.
1: You I really got to
0: do
2: my. That's the real story. No, I'm Jesse Ventura. Ventura. Oh, no. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, Mama Van, uh, that was a very interesting question um, and a dark one at that. Um, very, very interesting. So. Um, I I think that we should probably stop giving them ideas. Somebody's listening somewhere. They've already got a plan. Oh yeah, they already have a plan. But you know, we don't need to refine it for them any further. Um, yeah, but we can
0: write a book and and uh, maybe have enough money to have an exit plan.
2: We could, we could. I think. Well, maybe we need to work on that then. I know a writer. I know a couple of writers. Some of them on she, the show. She's good. She is good. So, <laughs> okay. I've, so, I've got a
0: horror story idea for you. Let me pitch it.
2: Yeah. It's just government. It's, that's all it is. That's all it is. And okay. then I'll
0: take this time to remind everybody that it was Valentine's Day. and Oh, wow. And,
2: yeah, and it somebody all made
0: me this beautiful thing. So, find love in your life.
2: Oh, yes. Valentine's Day did happen. So, um... It can happen for geeks like us, it can probably happen for you too. So you know, keep hope alive. And uh oh jeez. Um yeah, any any picks or anything to to add as a as a little apertif here at the end?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um I was looking at shooting gloves, but I don't really have any Okay. Bike. You do, you don't need to do anything, no.
2: Um <laughs> You really don't. Uh, but, you know, I think we, we probably ought to double down on, on our idea of getting you a blog on the, on the page, you know, so that you can prep us with, uh, you know, how bad could it be. Oh, man. <laughs> I know you've already got a lot of stuff. You you got a lot of it ready. It'd be, it'd be cut and paste. <laughs> a lot of it. <laughs> Basically, the, the hard part would be just typing fast enough to get
0: it out of my brain. I'm
2: sure. I'm sure. That's the
0: hard part. I have to get you some voice recording. I'm actually software. pretty. I'm pretty quick typist, so I can I can slam out some good. Then I,
1: I edit it.
2: Absolutely. Oh, um, I think it's pr- probably a good idea to mention that uh, Fred, Fred Sims, our co- other co-host, and myself, we will be going to ReasonCon three in Hickory, North Carolina. I will add a link to the show notes, and also uh, out on our Facebook page. I posted a link there as well so we're we'll be there for the uh, podcaster throng lots and lots of podcasters there um it's uh, basically a secular content uh conference with uh, a lot of um a lot of good speakers i think i think lawrence krauss was going to be there i can't remember um nice. but there's a yeah you'll find a find a link in the show notes i don't have it readily available because i just thought that i ought to bring it and um yeah, so we'd hope to see you there. That's uh, that's coming up in April. And, uh, yeah, I think that's that's going to be my pick, if anything. And with that, I think we have come to a close. So if you've enjoyed what we've done here and you'd like to help us out, there's a few ways that you can do that. You can donate to the show through patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash overly Radio, O-R-L-Y-R-A-D-I-O, and get early access to extra show content. Nothing this week, because this is a one-off. Uh, you can also help make the algorithms work for us by reviewing us on iTunes, giving us a, a nice review there. Actually, any review there would be uh, lovely. And if you do, please let us know about that, uh, because... They don't tell us that we get a new review, especially if it's another country and then we'd have to go look. It's, it's a big mess for us podcasters to try and keep track of that. But also use your words and tell someone else about us. That word-of-mouth advertising is always helpful for any project at any time. And, of course, engage with us directly. Send us that email message about your iTunes post there uh, or on the social medias or the electronic mails at oh, really Radio Podcast at gmail.com or if you're the more talkative sort we've got a voice line number at 470-222-ORLY that's 6759 it's always ready to take your call or your text And if you uh, don't like what we've done here this evening, you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. That's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The Lifeline provides free and confidential support for people in distress, prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones, and best practices for professionals. Thank you for choosing to waste your valuable time with us. This has been O'Reilly Radio, part of the Random X Company. This work licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 United States License, including the music Rocket and PemGia, created by Kevin McLeod of AtComptech.com Thank you all, and thank you Mama Van, for being in the chat room with us and uh, and giving us those terrible ideas about shutting down the internet. Um, and you can catch us all next week. Assuming that we're all still
0: here. <laughs> no, we got a few months left before the uh, few, few Night of Long Knives
2: for... come out. Okay, a few months left before the Night of Long Knives, take yeah. two. Yay. <laughs> You're so cheerful, David. So cheerful. <laughs> yeah, still hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. Keep hope alive. Keep smiling. They can't kill us all. Okay. <laughs> Take care everyone and we'll see you on 145. Bye-bye. Cheers. And that is our end. That is our and Thank you, thank you, Mama Van, for sticking around with us, and anybody that's been out there. We got a few viewers that are still out there, uh, that are watching us live. I think out on Facebook, uh, the the stream little headlines are going over really fast, so I'm not even sure who's watching where. But we got a couple on Facebook, a couple on uh, on Twitch. So thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we hope that you've enjoyed um, Doomsday Talk with Overly Radio. <laughs> How bad could it be? That's definitely going to be the uh the title of the show. <laughs> so and I will get that out uh probably either Sunday night or Monday morning for all you folks out there. And of course uh I'm also doing uh, I've teamed up with epicprogress.com and I'm doing the uh Trump Damage Report. Uh it is written by uh by a good good friend of mine and I'm just his mouthpiece. I'm just reading it out and, uh, and posting that now as uh on a YouTube channel, which I will also link in the show notes. Um, his words are really the best words. His words are, are hilarious. He is a little shock jock. Sometimes I will say that. So I have edited a few things to make it more palatable,
1: uh, because but, it
2: was a little too much. Um, and I, I had Amber's help on, uh, on one of them in particular. So there's, uh, yeah it, there's there's a balance between being caustic and being acceptable <laughs> so we're riding that line as close as we can um but you can go out and and uh join in the uh in the fun on our youtube channel for yeah. that.
0: There and, there's uh, a specific point where diarrhea becomes explosive
2: <laughs> and, wow wow <laughs> i I, the I point okay, so that's definitely uh that's definitely an edit point for me right there. <laughs> Leave it to you, David. Leave it to you. Okay, but you can find uh you can find links to that on orallyradio.com because I'm also uh copying them and putting them out as a podcast. So I'm I'm putting those directly into the feed. You might have already noticed have you been uh if you've been subscribing so you're getting those. Uh so I hope you enjoy them. You know, comment on them and uh and I hope you like the uh the YouTube channel as well because that'll Get us more recognition. I think we've got a few thousand views right now, anyway. So he's definitely promoting the hell out of it. So uh, we w- want that to continue, and then bring some love back to O'Reilly Radio. So with that, I'm going to end the streams, and I think I'm going to go collapse and uh, try not to cry into my pillow over uh, over how bad it actually could be.
0: Yeah, I've got to get up at six a.m. to go work out.
2: Whew. Better man than me. <laughs> Enjoy.
0: oh i will i will it's bags and bands day pump iron and then punch bags and that just
2: you punch those bags you punch oh yeah you punch them hard (laughs) and uh thanks David, for joining in the in the chat room you know at least you got there so made it absolutely absolutely you technically made it technicalities count okay And with that, I'm actually going to shut down the feed. So, good night, everyone. Thank you for joining again, and uh, we hope to see you real soon.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. Good night and good luck.
2: Sneaky Ninja Nurse? Who's Sneaky Ninja Nurse? I don't know, but that's awesome. That's a great name. Great handle. Okay. So, uh, I'll kill the Facebook. There we go. And kill on the Twitch. See you guys later. Bye-bye.